guys, Tasha McCaskill here, creator of Black Girls in Media. Black Girls in Media is a professional networking organization created to support and uplift minority women in the media industry. This podcast is brought to you as an extension of Black Girls in Media to continue to share the stories of your favorite media trailblazers, to provide insight on what it takes to break into the media industry and so much more. We hope you all enjoy the show. Please subscribe to the show if you haven't already. Share with your friends and rate us as well wherever you listen to us. Let's get into the show. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. So it's Tasha here. And today I have with me the author of Claim Your Crown, Miss Tara Lynn St. Ellen. Hi, Tara. Hey, girl. So Tara Lynn is a fashionista who encourages thousands of women to fully grasp their worth in Christ through her cosmopolitan UK nominated brand, Adorned in Armor, and Dressed for the Battle podcast. The Teen Vogue It Girl turned Teen Vogue fashion writer was crowned Miss Black New Jersey in 2018 and is dedicated to showing everyone that their crowns have always existed. The Haitian American beauty queen graduated summa cum laude from Ryder University. She earned her master's degree from Syracuse University and most recently has signed a three book deal with Baker Publishing. Her first book, Claim Your Crown, is available right now at all major book retailers nationwide. And the free devotional is available on the YouVersion Bible app that has over 550,000 completions around the globe. And one of those 50,000 is me. (laughs) 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 Yes, Tara Lynn's features include CBN, Haitian Times, and more. So, I mean, where do we start? So, hi, Tara Lynn. First of all, how are you doing today? I am good, girl. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. Of course. No, thank you. So, I started following Tara Lynn on Instagram, and she's so inspiring. Everything she posts, um, everything she's about, you guys heard all of her accolades, but not only does she have so many accolades under her belt she is just someone to follow and someone to get inspiration from and someone who is a follower of Christ and just really lives in her truth so that's why I was so glad to have her on the podcast today and so we're just gonna go back from day one just tell us about how you got here just tell us more about you Tara yeah, okay. Oh, oh my gosh. Well, thank you so much for all that good stuff. That makes my heart so happy. Yes. Um, uh, going back. Wow. All right. So, all right, guys, I used to be super shy and I feel like I have to start here because it's like, how the heck am I here right now? You know, like I'm speaking, you know, and I'm just very much bold in what I believe and just, I stand in my truth and I love who God has created me to be. And so I love to encourage women to walk in that same favor and confidence and worth. And it started ever since like I was a little girl. Um, As I mentioned, I was super, super shy. And I'm the oldest of four. I have a Haitian background. My parents are from, they are from Haiti. And um, 
when even though I was shy I had to find like a way to get like my voice out there and when I mentioned like my parents are from Haiti I had to say that because yo my parents they love 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 fashion like my mom she literally model status and my dad like once he came from Haiti his first job was um designer and he was wearing a working at a retail store that was like straight up designer don't recall what but um I say that to say like my parents were dressing us up from the nines like ever since birth and it was through my own personal style that I found my own voice that I like even though like I could enter a room and I wouldn't be able to say something at least like my fashion sense would speak for me um and so yeah I was just super super quiet I didn't like people much I like my mom and honestly it was just really um difficult growing up having that um I don't know that type of uh introverted personality um especially you know surrounded by a family that's like so loud and stuff but I I guess like I say like my journey at home also like brought that out and it wasn't until though uh, high school yes high school my prof no they weren't called professors they were called teachers then my favorite English teacher wrote I hope you find your voice or something like that and I always remember that because I know when I was in school I did not like raising up my hand um and like it was like elementary school then middle school and high school like inch by inch I would come out but that full-on Tara that full-on like unashamedness like wasn't there until like after I graduated like it was coming but it wasn't there yet and so like I always remember that point because that's exactly what I did when I went to college it was just like a new place of where I was just like an awareness of who I was you know and so yeah, like I found my voice. I don't even know how else to describe it, but I will say that my dreams like in fashion and also like my your personal silly began to like speak for me before I even had the word to say because honestly, I only spoke when spoken to. Um and so, yeah, like I thought I wanted to work in fashion offices um in New York while I was in college. I interned at Eldercom. Um, and also like PBS, like doing fashion things there, but God had a different plans. And so, yeah, I don't know, like if we want to get into that, but I know that's coming. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. So after, so what'd you major in in undergrad? I majored in communication studies. And so my minor was um, English creative writing. And so it's so funny because I thought, as I mentioned, I thought I wanted to work in fashion, but girl, what I wanted particularly was to be a fashion designer. I ain't know how to sew or nothing. I ain't draw. I ain't, I have none of that skill. Um, but like, that's just what I wanted. I thought that was something I was just going to learn in college. And, you know, my parents coming from a Caribbean background, they wanted something that was stable. They were super supportive of me, but they were just like, you know, like, how about you just like look into something else? And so I knew, especially paying attention to my passions in elementary school, middle school, high school. Like I love to read and I love to write. And so I decided to venture into communications and media. And so it was there where I was able to um, actually do fashion projects because it was such a broad um, spectrum of what I could do. And so, yeah, it was a blessing in that way too, because 
my first semester I had an assignment to create a blog and that's exactly how my blog was started called Adorned in Armor. Um, I've always loved fashion. I always spoke from my faith in a stance of just like I will never push it on you but I just want to let you know that you are loved and you're encouraged like and you are special just like right where you are. You are where you're supposed to be and so when I was like putting it all together I didn't have the name at first um, but then I had like a really, really like dark time in my life. And I guess that's when like I really realized how much my mom's illness had affected me. So um, I mentioned that, you know, she honestly is the reason I am who I am today um, because of her faith and also just knowing that, you know, she always encouraged me to know my worth. And even though like I had like a still shy voice um, to know that, I have something to say and I have impact and I am loved and appreciated and I am royalty. And honestly, it's because of her and her faith um, that Christ is her joy, even in her pain, that really, really rounded me into um, who I am. And so, yes, she has this um, disease called avascular necrosis. And so her femur bones, like they're like rotted bones and they like rub against one another. She has about seven unsuccessful surgeries eight seven eight I never remember what and one of the last ones she almost died from and so she's just always in pain and it's just inspiring to see firsthand of how you know she just looks to God for everything and it's like there's no way that I cannot because of who she is and because of where she he has brought her from and so yeah I was in a dark place because like as the oldest of four um, I honestly wasn't very emotional and even now I'm learning to be, um, but I never cried about my mom's illness as we were, you know, sometimes living like with our friends and cousins and stuff as my mom was in the hospital in and out. Um, I got to college and she had a stroke. It was something completely unrelated. And it was just like, what the heck, God? Like, what else? Like, what else are you about to do here? Like, that's so much stuff. I don't get it. And so I was just in a place where it's like, okay, now I'm allowing all these feelings to overwhelm me. And I'm like crying now. And I don't know, like, honestly, what to do. And I was listening to a sermon uh, called, I don't remember what it's called, but it was by Charles Stanley. And he was talking about how, you know, everything in life, like it's spiritual and there's a battle that we don't see. And so we have to put on the full armor of God and me being, you know, a spiritual person that I am and also loving fashion. Like God just gave me the title adorned in armor, like mix your faith and fashion in order to show women that they could dress up spiritually and mentally and fashionably in order to fight in victory. I love that. That that name is so perfect. And then the meaning behind it just makes it even better. Thank you. And yes. So what would you say that once you start blogging, that was your way of finally speaking up and mm-hmm. kind of just speaking to the masses? Yeah. Okay. So it's so crazy. Like within the very first year, um, my readers nominated me for the best international fashion blog in the Cosmopolitan UK Blog Awards. And mm-hmm. yo, that blew my mind, especially I think just starting out. I mean, blogging wasn't like that new, but it was still like new, just not new. new. And what um, year was this? I'm sorry. What year was this? Uh, 2014. Okay. Uh huh. Yeah. So it was like a year that my blog was like 
just existing and my readers um, nominated me and I was chosen as a finalist and my school flew me out to London for the award show and I didn't win, but I was like the only American finalist. So like I received like award for that. And it was a blessing in so many ways because one, it really just taught me like, yo, God could really use anyone. Doesn't matter what industry you are. If you are focused on like, you know, the gifts that he has given you, you will amount to greatness, period, because he has put these desires on your heart for a reason. And my parents really just saw like, yo, he really can work in any avenue. And so like, they weren't about to put any limit to like what he can do or what I shouldn't be doing. And so yeah, that even goes into like graduation when like, you know, I graduated top of my class, and I didn't have a job for nothing. Mm -hmm. I wasn't worried about it. But like, and, you know, as months passed by, it was just like, it was discouraging, you know, that wait and that quiet time. And I'm just like home. And it's like, all right, I feel like our generation, we're very much on the go, you know. And so um, I understand uh, the concept about, you know, working from the bottom up. And I always felt like I've been doing this my whole life. But I was just like, Jesus, I work so hard and I'm here in my room and I have like nothing to show for it. It didn't feel like I was doing anything. I was working on my brand. And, and I was working at eight, not ASOS, Aldo at the time. And I was just like, yo, like come through for me. And my father um, was talking to me. He was just like, you know, how about you just work in business? And, you know, like when your dream job shows up, like you could just like get into that. And the thing is, I didn't have a piece about it. Um, I'm all for like, you know, being able to support yourself and stuff. And I'm so glad that my parents just supported me, period. Right. Um, but I'm just like, yo, if I don't have the peace about it, I can't do it. And I also feel like it's part millennial of me as well, because it's like, we don't want to be in a place that we don't want to be at, you know? Right. Um, and so I was just like, you know what? No, I just feel like I'm just going to wait. And honestly, the wait was so worth it because when it really just showed me that God wanted me home in order to take care of my mother because she was honestly getting worse. Um, and so I became her primary caretaker and she's my best friend. So we got even closer. And then also like God just came through and gave me a job, like, you know, contributing to Teen Vogue and like by meeting Elaine Walteroff and stuff. And so like she helped me and just a lot of ways. And, and I don't even know how to explain it. It's so much. I share the testimony on my YouTube because honestly, to this day, it blows my mind. But I just say that to say like, pay attention to your passions. Like even if, even if it's something that you think is a minimal or people don't see much worth in it, if you have a desire, it, it is there for a reason. And honestly, like if you keep working at that craft and you keep trusting in that process, even though it's ugly and sometimes lonely and annoying and honestly, financially starving, mm -hmm. um, just <laughs> wait. <laughs> Girl, yeah, just wait right and was that after undergrad yeah it was after undergrad a few months after I would have to like go to my Instagram and just try to figure out like the dates and stuff but yeah God made a way where honestly through my blog I got an opportunity to go um speak at some like engagement for a radio oh uh oh mocha mocha radio oh okay. yeah yeah, I'm like trying to remember all the names. And they had me there because I was covering their event. And they were like, um, 
what do you want to do? Because they loved your girl. And I was like, oh my gosh, thank you so much. And they were like, um, well, we're having an event tomorrow. Would you like to come? And then I was like, yeah. And they're like, wait, what did you say you wanted to do again? And I was like, I want to write for Teen Vogue. And they were like, we're honoring the editor-in-chief tomorrow. Do you want to come? And I was like, uh, yeah. Yes. And honestly, that's how we met um, Elaine. And I'm saying it like we are first name. Elaine Welteroth. Um, I met her. And honestly, those um, gifts, gippies, whatever, they exist to this day. And But even through that, I feel like, God was teaching me, um, uh, he is the way in, like, right. you know, like, I think for a lot of us, we look at people or certain situations to be that key into the door. And sometimes he will use those people. But even when I met her and like, we had a lunch and everything, and I actually got to work with her for a couple projects, but she also like shared with me, like, you know, that they weren't hiring at the time and like I had all the credentials but it just wasn't the right time and so that's why like I really want to emphasize like you know just waiting because there is so much to be learned in the waiting period and honestly you could reap a lot of rewards there for sure so you met her at the event right so did you um did you guys exchange contacts or what happened right after that yeah, we um, exchanged um, emails and it was so funny because <laughs> I know she was so busy. And for me, I'm the type of person like, I don't want to bother nobody. I will not like, I will do the follow-up thing. But if I feel like I'm being annoying, I'm just like, oh my God, Tarlin, like just let it go. But like for this, I was just like, you know what, Tarlin, she was serious when she said like, reach out. So you better reach out. And so like, I kept doing it because I, I have I didn't hear back um, and so I was consistent and I think it was like the eighth time when she um, responded to me and I was just like oh my gosh like finally so we were able to do lunch and stuff but it was funny because before that we met again at a different event um, what was it oh like uh, I believe the Ween Academy Awards and she was being honored there and I was already going to do, go and so like when she saw me she was like oh my gosh Tara Lynn I'm so sorry and then I'm just like it's okay like I know you're busy and like yeah as I mentioned after that like it still took some time to um, finally get a date in um, with her but yeah it was it was a great process even though it was yeah it was hard in the moment and stuff but just like looking back it's crazy you know how blogging really bro like brought me to like a three book deal and so yeah it's just yeah god just blows my mind yeah and you know i, I always say that god gives you whoever you need like he will give you the people that you need to get to where you want to go and he will give you like the resources it'll just fall in place so like <laughs> To hear how that happened and how you met her and just, you know, the timeline, it just shows how you were just trusting him, waiting. But at the same time, you were still doing the work, which yeah. was, you know, being exactly. about, yeah. Wait and work. Right. Wait and work. Because <laughs> sometimes we do a little too much waiting mm. and not enough working. So, yeah. and it's like, he's been waiting on you. The world is waited on you. Right. So as long as you're, you know, putting in the work, he's going to do the rest for you. So that's a true testament. So just take us through, because this is amazing to see how aligned everything worked out for you. So 
you're being consistent on your blog. So are you blogging about fashion in yeah. faith? Um, yeah. Okay. So both. And it's, it's crazy. Cause I was like, Oh my gosh, like I want to get back to like the doing more fashion aspects. And I think in this time, in this pandemic, like I've had time to like really realize like how much like I miss it. Um, and so like, I still like work with brands and like they send me clothes and stuff and it's like, it's fun dressing up, but like, I feel like I want to take it to a different level where I'm just like showing people like, okay, how to do this and that or whatever, especially like through like my YouTube channel, I'm really trying to to be like consistent there um because like there i mostly share like faith-based and inspirational um content really just trying to like encourage women um going back to like you know knowing their worth and so like i have uh a video one of my most favorite my most favorites oh my favorite video is um uh what was it called affirmation for kings and queens and so like i have 25 biblical um based ones and so like that one i've just received so many testimonies of like how it's changed like girls lives and i'm just like i'm just so grateful um because i had my book in mind as well um and just yeah i don't know god is working girl uh, yeah. like sometimes i'm just here and i'm just like all right just trying to figure out what's what i should do next you know i feel like especially as entrepreneurs uh, especially like for those who are like forced into it in a way like how i was like i wasn't looking for this um even with being an author i wanted to be one like in my 30s or something but it just came like at 23 and so i'm just like it just all connects and it's like when you are in one accord um things just line up right yeah so we have a lot of bloggers in our audience and so what tips we get a lot of questions on you know people that are looking to find their niche or their brand image so how did you go about deciding who was going to be your niche as far as mm -hmm. your audience goes for your blog yeah so they always say like create like an avatar in a way like figure out like who exactly are you speaking to what does that girl look like um how old is she like what is she going through and i always like had that issue particularly for my book um because i was like yo it's directed to young women um and also like women our age um but it's like i don't want to cut out like older women because it's like these are lessons that you can apply to your life as well and so when it comes to like blogging or or book writing or anything I definitely I definitely will say um try to figure out like one who is like paying attention to your content and doing that research on like like going on their page and seeing like okay what are they going through like what are their interests and stuff like that so if you're having trouble in that area um and if you have no idea at all just I guess think of yourself and think of like what type of advice would you have loved to give it like to give yourself you know um and so like and then going back into like finding what niche or whatever you're in it's like paying attention to your passions you know what can you do in the realms of your passions you know and your craft that can like inspire um, what can inspire you know the masses or even that one person because i'm learning even in this process, like, even if it's one person that was touched or inspired, that was the goal. So yeah, it's really trying to figure out what is your goal in 
being that influencer and being the blogger that you feel like you were called to be. Right. And so you went to grad school. What made you decide to want to continue your education? Oh, girl, the joblessness. Right, right. Same. (laughs) I was like, and I didn't even feel like, oh my gosh, like, I feel like this school will get me into so many doors. It was more so like waiting. It was like, all right, I have all this time here. What is something that I've always wanted to do? And it was pageants. So so that's how I got into um, being Miss Black in Jersey 2018. And then it was also like, Tarlin, you love school. Just go back. Just go back. And so like, I didn't do it like um, on campus. I was remote. So that was such a blessing. And so I did journalism innovation and I learned so many different aspects of digital news and stuff. And so that was a blessing in so many ways. But uh, yeah, again, it was just joblessness and trying to figure out in this waiting period, what can I do to better perfect me, like whatever I want to do for the future. And so, yeah. (laughs) And how much time did you take off from undergrad and then going into grad school? Oh, okay. So I graduated in 2016 and I went into grad school in 2017. Yeah. Yeah. It was like a couple, just a couple months. Um, no, I want to feel like it was like a whole year because I'm thinking, I think it was a whole year um, because I graduated. It was like a one and a half year program and I graduated in 2018 with them. And it was, it was a blessing also because again, like I was able to stay home and contribute to wherever. So I was also contributing to the Haitian Times um, at the time and then, you know, working on my brand and taking care of my mom. And so, yeah, and then doing like church stuff in between. Right. Yeah, that's the same exact thing with me. I, after undergrad, didn't have a job. I was working at like an eyeglass place and I was like, hmm, what can I do? So I was like, I might as well go to grad school. I always wanted to live in New York. And then so that's when after undergrad, I attended um, grad school. So I'm always, you know, for that grad school period to just learn more, make connections. If you, you know, why not? So hard at first because it was just like oh my god loans I want this like you know but it's like honestly I feel like if we pay attention to like our needs in the moment and also considering like you know our future it's like what is the in a way quote-unquote lesser evil um yeah right (laughs) that's so awesome so you you know are making these connections you've attended grad school and then the book did you did you pray about it were you contemplate thinking about it for a while how did you decide to all. All the time? yeah I ain't pray for it I ain't, I, I didn't do anything like in like as I was like I was just working like doing what I felt like okay this is the next thing. okay this makes sense let me just do this and so like it's just interesting looking back and seeing like the footprints of God, like leading, like just guiding me of like, okay, go there, go there. Like, like, I feel like we often um, don't pay attention to that voice inside of us that tells us to go left or to go right. um, Because we're looking at online and what other people are doing and where we should be um, in that moment. But for me, as I said, like, again, it was the wait. I'm like, Lord, I'm still waiting, girl. I'm waiting for a lot. And I'm just like, when will you 
he'll take me out of this. Um, but I'm so grateful because like in between, like he brings us blessings, you know, to show us like, I'm still here. I'm still here. And for me, that's why I'm just like, yo, it's crazy how strong my faith is because I'm such a logical person. I'm very, very logical. I don't, I am, I'm not prone to feelings. And so like, if I can't see it, it's really hard for me to believe it. But like the evidence of his hand in my life is just too strong for me to ignore. And so, yeah, it has really um, given my faith just so much like it fortified it. And so like when I say I, I wasn't looking for it at all, I was actually just contributing um, to those sites that I mentioned. And I, oh, okay. Yeah. I remember now. So I recently had got the title um, for my pageant. And um, during this all, like my editor was like, oh, do you want to go to Haiti? We have like this opportunity um, because she couldn't go. And I was like, girl, yeah, I'm gonna go. She also knew I was Haitian. And so, yeah, I went on a trip, um, with a media trip, and it was so beautiful. And it's actually like one of my most viewed on my YouTube channel of how beautiful it is. Like, it's so easy to think of Haiti as like desolate and like, you know, what the textbooks and what society tells us it is, like, you know, dirty and stuff like that. But I was just so amazed and so blessed to have the opportunity to show that, no, this is beautiful. This is greatness. Like my parents used to talk about living in Haiti and their mansions all the time. They love that place. And so for me to experience it firsthand, I was like, yo, I literally feel like I'm home. And I never really like had that feeling before, like such a like deep connection to like a travel. And yeah, I travel a lot, but like I just felt that on such a crazy level. And so I had my crown and stuff. My mom and I, it was so new the title. I didn't even have like a case or anything. I stuffed it. In my suitcase my mom wrapped it in bubble wrap and when I got there I had um, I had set up an assembly with my friend who works in Haiti so we met with like different classes at her school and when I was there I was just like yo like they're so enthralled with the crown I was like yo what if we all knew that we had this already this crown on my head ain't nothing baby we are royalty period and so I like coming back from that trip when it really specified like my calling really because I always knew my purpose was to encourage women but also like I realized it is to also like equip them to effectively rule for the kingdom because this earth like we are heirs and heiresses you know and we are called to so so much and so I was really encouraged I got back home um and I was like yo I want to write an ebook let me do this real quick and put it on my site because pageantry is really expensive anyway and I need some passive income coming in and I realized I had way too much to say and I just googled honestly google is our best friend I googled how does traditional traditional um publishing work because I had no idea and then I was like you know what even this is confusing let me look up agents and so I sounded crazy as well because I found like a list of agents. God literally gave it to me, a Christian agent, and I still don't know where that list is till this day. And I just went down the line. It was like four o'clock in the morning, went down the line, and I e emailed every single one. And mind you, like I actually never uh, 
pitched a brand before. And so pitching it was something completely different. I didn't even have like really an idea for the book, like a title. And I was just pitching myself because I was able to know, you know, my voice and who I am and what I stood for. And so, yeah, I received so many responses back, but there was this one person that stood out the most for me. And I just knew it was God too, because one, his son was working in fashion in New York. Um, and so it was like, yo, like you're right there. And then also like for the first time there was having, they were having a spiritual conference in New Jersey, only two train stops away from me. And I was just like, yo, this is so mind blowing. And he sponsored me girl. And it was with top publishers, not just Christian publishers, top leading publishers. And I was just so honored to just be in the room. Cause it's like, I'm a freaking baby. I have no idea what the heck is going on, but yeah, God literally just, yeah, ordered my steps. And he, my agent helped me to figure out like, okay, like what exactly um, what my book was going to be about and how a proposal even looked like because I didn't even know. And so, yeah, I met with top publishers and I got a couple of, um, you know, people that were really interesting, but my favorite was Baker Publishing. And yeah, I find out I sound, I found out I signed a three book deal and it blew my mind because it was just like, yo, my publisher and my agent was like, I hope, you know, like this does not happen, not at your age, not the amount they're giving you and like not the payment. Like this is just crazy. And I'm just like, oh, I know. Yeah. And that's one thing I will always say, like I could never say I did this by myself. I pay attention and I do the work, but I know at the end of the day, it is God that is guiding me. And I just really just hope and pray that people see that, you know, he could do anything through them as well. Right. And speaking of this process, so tell us if we haven't, those who haven't read the book yet or gotten it yet, I know they're going to after this, um, tell us about the book. What, what can we look for? Okay. So it's called Claim Your Crown, guys. And it's walking in confidence and worth as a daughter of the king. And so I was just really inspired of I don't know, like, I just really pay attention to what we go through as young women. And I was just like, yo, we really, a lot of times we act as if we're unworthy. A lot of the things that we experience come from a place of not feeling good enough or not feeling like we deserve it or not feeling like we are, you know, seen. And so I'm just like, yo, we tiptoe through life as if we were Cinderella past midnight. But what would your life look like if you truly believed you are royalty. And so my book really is just like a manual to like unshakable confidence so that you have an effective brain. And so I came up with this concept called Kingdom Keys and I share like soul bearing reflections and biblical encouragement and unique eyes on popular culture too because you know, even though I'm like, yeah, okay, that's a little Christian girl. I'm here, guys. Like, I see the media. I work in media. And I also, like, embrace it. You know, I think a lot of times we don't see um, faith as something that could be combined with anything. But it's like, as I mentioned before, God could literally work through anything. And so I just really have a heart for showing people how to push past adversity so that they could put on the promises of God to dismantle the messages that feed our insecurities and our fears and our doubts and our guilt. And I know for me, I definitely had to put this in there because I used to struggle with seeing God as a loving father and king. 
Um, and I think that also goes into like, you know, how logical I am. Um, it was really hard for me because I used to just see him as a judge just waiting for um, something for us, like waiting for us to do something bad so that he could punish us. But no, in, in this story, like I show that in this book, he, I show that he bestows upon us like a crown of love and worth and power and that we are to walk purposely as an independent woman if you have a prince sure but I'm just saying it's not necessary because our father is the king of all kings and because of him questioning our identity and our worth it could end right here because it is time for us to rule yes I love that and then tell them about your devotional in the bible app Yes. Oh my gosh. Like, yo, when that happened, I was like, oh my gosh. Like, I opened it and I was like, so I started reading it and then I was like, wait. I was like, who is this? I was like, oh, that's Tara Lynn. Girl, that's me. Like, oh my gosh. So I knew, like, after like the book deal and stuff that it was going to be there um actually I worked with like my publisher for like a seven day devotion and stuff like that but like because it was like so popular it was like on the page like the front page for like a month or so and I was like yo like I'm so grateful I'm so I'm just so happy it's it's just like a mini version of my book like literally just like a little taste um and it just like honestly encourages um, women, especially in this time. It's so crazy. I had like trouble at first um, wanting to share the message of Claim Your Crown because of what we're experiencing right now. But like my mom reminded me like, do you know that it is times like these that we have to know who we are in order to navigate these obstacles in order to uh, overcome? Um, it is such a time of like darkness, but you know, God still promises um, protection. And that doesn't mean though, like, I don't know if you're a believer or not, um, anybody who's listening, that doesn't mean that we are exempt, you know, tragedy and harm could still touch us. But when we remain in the knowledge of the fact that we are, you know, kingdom bearers, uh, crown bearers, and we are, you know, created in the image of God, then we have a whole new um, perspective. We could be fearful, but we don't live there. You know, we could have these type of worries but we mustn't just stay in that area and i know it's hard to do especially when it's like i know you in la over there girl but like over here it is dreary outside it is raining and i know like um new jersey new york peeps like we are seeing like this darkness outside as well and it's just so heavy it's so thick and we're always just seeing so many crazy things on the news but I just want to, you know, inspire you and let you know that you are an overcomer because call, Christ has called you into that. And so, yeah, I'm just so excited for that devotion. I've received so many emails about that and the book. And I'm just like, yo, I confirmation, like, yeah, you know, yeah. and it's been really difficult too, especially like my book just came out in February. And then once that happened, I was able to have like some of my media tour. I'm so grateful, but then everything was cut off. And so it's real as a new author as well. Um, but like he constantly shows me in different ways, like, no, this book is still needed and it is speaking to the world. And so I'm so grateful sure. I would love for you guys to do the devotional and get the book. And if you love it, leave a review. Yes, we will for sure. And how I have to ask, how is your mom doing? 
Oh, okay. A lot, a lot of pain. And it's actually gotten worse because of like, you know, everything that's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but yeah, she's actually having trouble like breathing. And so, like, we're just, like, praying for her and stuff. She's she's hard-headed in a lot of ways, so she'll still do stuff, like, you know, that moms do. Like, you know, yeah. trying to cook and clean as if, like, she doesn't have any strength. Um, but, yeah, we're just, like, keeping the faith. And we're just knowing that no matter what happens, like, God is who he says he is. He's a miracle worker, and he still oh. loves us above all. Yes. So if you're listening, Black Girls in Media, we will lift up our prayers for your mom. and she will get through this and she's a woman of faith. So I'm sure, you know, she is going to overcome. So we'll definitely continue praying for her. And what is her name? Her name's Maggie. Maggie. Okay. So Maggie's in our prayers. Um, so what obstacles have you had to overcome and really buckle down on your faith when it comes to, you know, putting out a book or just growing in your career? Mm-hmm. What are some obstacles or what's one that you remember that you really had to face mm-hmm. and overcome? Yeah. Um, I would say like every, I feel like every struggle, it's still like in the works of like overcoming in a way, because it's like, I would say the main one is my mom's illness, you know, yeah. of just seeing how someone could be you know, so faithful and loving and, you know, so kind and just truly just have a heart of just wanting people to know, like, of how much they are loved by God, you know, and see her suffer like that. I would say, like, that has been the most difficult struggle that I've experienced because it, as I mentioned, I'm not an emotional person, but I do have my, like, weak spots and my weak spot is my mom for sure. Um, And so, like, you know, in order to, well, anything that I have done in my life, um, it was also just influenced by her. But I'm saying, like, in the middle of it, in the process, in the writing, in the waiting, it's also been, like, I've had to be by her side. Like, I literally wrote my book by her bedside. And people don't, I don't want to go into details, but, like, there's so much that goes goes into caring for someone who's sick and like you know I work best at night but sometimes the nights were like really really rough and like so late and I would say it's it's the struggle of trying to find the remembering that not remembering because I know God can and he will no okay okay I know what it is it's the struggle of knowing God can but it's more so of like all right God but will you do this in this season like I know for a lot of my life I even stopped praying for my mom's healing because it's like yo this is just how it's about to be like you know and I feel like especially in this season he has called me back to such a prayerful place in all aspects of my life um especially because like I'm I've learned on such a huge level that, you know, we are wrestling against not flesh and blood, but against like things of darkness, you know, and my mom has been my covering for so long, but now it's time for her children to actually, you know, be those prayer warriors for her as well. And so I'm not saying I never pray for her, but I'm saying like, I got to a place before where it's like, I, this is just how it's going to be. But now I'm at the place of it's like, all right, God, your will be done. And that's it. Like, you know, and coming to a place of like having that peace of like, 
like no matter what happens, God is still good. And so that's really what I'm learning, even in this season and the craziness and stuff with all the hospital um, being in and out and stuff. But yeah, I would say it's that because it definitely in like it's involved in all aspects of my life, especially just working from home. Yes, I'm sure. And I'm sure she it's such a blessing that she's here to witness you accomplish so much. I know she's so proud of you. She's so freaking happy. Like, it's ridiculous. Like, she's my number one cheerleader. And yeah, she's just so dope. I love that lady. (laughs) Yeah, that's so awesome. And so what is a quote, Terilyn, that you live by? Mm, Okay, so it's not so much of a quote. Um, I mean, it is a quote because it's quoted from the bible i'm not trying to be all churchy here guys but i'm like one it takes a lot for me to memorize something um but there's like there's a couple of my heart but like i'll just share like this one i think also because it'll speak to a lot of people um it's 2 corinthians 4 verse 8 um and it says we are hard pressed on every side but not crushed perplexed but not in despair persecuted but not abandoned struck down but not destroyed and I just feel like that just speaks to the endurance um of my life I felt like I had to like overcome a lot um but even still like as I wait for you know certain promises that I have prayed you know over wishes quote-unquote um I feel like this just reminds us that the race just keeps going you know but because we have God we are not suffocated we can breathe even in this climate no matter what we go through we can be hard-pressed yes so it goes to show that we can be affected right on every single side but we are not crushed we can be perplexed and stuff but we are not living in despair and people can come at us the world can come at us Mm -hmm. but we are not abandoned by our heavenly father we are struck down at the end of the day we are still here yes i love that and so what else can we look for from this year um you know, I know we're not sure when we're going to be back outside for your book tour, but in the meantime, what else do you have planned or wanting to do that we look forward to? So I would say like book number two, um, that, yo, it's coming out next year. And I'm so excited about that one because like, I'm like, no, I can't even say everything, but it's coming out (laughs) next year and it's actually due. It was due last month, but my publisher gave me like two extensions, one because like my mom got um, like sicker and then like because of everything that went on. So it's due now two weeks from now and today makes it that I'm like three fourths done um, with the book. So that's that. Book number two, look out for that. I don't even have the name for it that I could share. Um, definitely, as I mentioned before, the Claim Your Crown devotional. And also, oh, I meant to say, like, I also had the book on Audible, and I'm so grateful that I was able to narrate it so you guys will hear my voice. Yes. Oh. <laughs> you have the best voice for that, too. <laughs> so much um you guys will hear that as well and it's actually i believe like if you are listening to audible for the first time like you can get it free so yeah and then i'm also working on a course and it's about yeah using your voice 
for um, positivity online. And so you guys could look out for that as well. And I'm just trying to remain consistent on YouTube and stuff. And so, yeah. I love it. And I just, I think, I don't know where I heard it from, but it's so important to have God's children in all areas. Cause I know me, I I was thinking about doing fashion like back in the day. And then I worked a fashion week and everybody was so evil. And I was like, girl, we Girl, no, seriously, it's real. People think it's all like, like, oh, cool. uh-uh, uh-uh. there's a lot of cool parts of it. But and I think that's why it's so important to have godly like people in these areas of media, fashion, so on and so forth to be able to be positive influence. So you're definitely doing such a good job in your industry. You're killing the game and we just we can't wait to see what else you have. So everyone, um, please, well, let us know like all your handles, your YouTube and everything. So we can make sure to follow. Yes. Okay, guys. So on the low, I'm looking like just trying to rebrand, but we'll see about that. Um, but it will still always be adorned in armor on uh, Twitter, YouTube, Instagram. Uh, so yeah, you can find me there. It's also, oh, Dress for Battle podcast. Um, that's my other um, podcast page on Instagram, and it's also available on Apple Podcasts and everywhere, you know, where you can listen on podcasts. And I mentioned, yeah, if you love the book, leave a review. I really do appreciate it. Yes, and you said the book is everywhere. You, we everywhere can- where books are sold, yeah, and there's like okay. ebook, there's audio, everywhere. So you guys can order it online, Barnes & Noble, Amazon, all that good stuff. Good. And I'm going to throw your idea. Maybe you should think about doing a course on like writing a book because I've been like going with the idea, but I don't know. I just feel like I need more time to get into my career before I write a book. So Mm -hmm. I just need like a sign to when to start. So if you could just do a course on that or just the process, that would be great. (laughs) You just gave me confirmation because I've been getting a lot a lot of that and so I was just like oh my gosh like so much to do but like it's literally on my heart to do it so it's coming it's coming it's more so like I wanted to do the voice one um so that people could at least understand and accept the fact and embrace the fact that they do have something to say and that they could use your their voices for positivity online so that was going to be like a small course but like the book one was going to be like more so like a bigger a bigger one and so yeah I'm just trying to figure out so let me know your questions and stuff too so I could like incorporate that in the course yes for sure I will so everyone please make sure you all are following Tara Lynn on everything and you know just support her get claim your crown and stay connect with connected with her And I want to thank you so much again for being here today. Thank you so much. I'm happy to be here. Yes. And you all make sure to subscribe to our podcast, Black Girls in Media, the podcast. Make sure you follow us on all our socials and we will see you next week. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye. Have a good day. You too, girl. Bye.